This is the Careers in Review podcast. We'll show you how to navigate the job market and career space like a pro. Starting now, here is your host, Ediana Rosen. Hello, career reviewers, and welcome back to a solo episode. I'm so excited to be back here yet another week. Thank you so much for the amazing support I've been receiving on this podcast. Today's episode is going to be how to get a respond to your cold messages. I'm so excited because I've been getting this question at least once a week. And you know me, I love talking about networking. I love talking about interviews, pretty much anything about the job search, but specifically networking is one of my favorite topics because as an immigrant, I did not have a network that was passed down to me. I had to do everything from scratch and it was nerve wracking. As an introvert, I get sweaty and very nervous when I have to talk about strangers, when I have to talk to strangers. And I want to say that when I have one-to-one conversations and one-on-one interactions with people, I think that I want to consider myself to be successful at that. And the more that I can give information and do not gatekeep, the more that I love it. So the number one thing that I can tell you is that it is possible for you to get a response to your cold message. However, the key here is that it doesn't have to be cold. I have something to tell you. When you see people that you want to reach out to, And you might admire them. You might think that they are in the position that you might want to be in. I think it's so easy nowadays to be able to find people that are in the position that you might want to be in. And on top of that, they might be creating content. That's my key. That is the key right here. If they are creating content, that's going to be your opening. Now, stay until the end because I am going to give you a tip as well if they are not creating content. This particular episode is going to be for majority of the people who are creating content, which is what I have been successful at. But if they are creating content, here's what you're going to do. You're going to turn on notifications. You're going to know where they create content, how often, when they post, what type of content they post, why they post content, and all of the platforms in which they post content on. Now, the reason why this is effective and it's not overwhelming is because I hope that you're not doing this with 100 people. I would hope that you're probably doing this with five to 10 at least in the beginning to get started so that you don't get overwhelmed. Now, the reason why this works is because when people are creating content, specifically if they are still working on their nine to five, most likely majority of what drives them is engagement. What drives them is to know that they're making a difference with people who are consuming their content. And what really makes their day is knowing that their content is helpful. It's knowing that people are resonating with their content. It's knowing that somebody out there is listening, is reading, is watching. That is validation when someone like you, who's looking to connect, who's looking to get your message read, who's looking to get more of a coffee chat or potentially even a mentorship out of this relationship, sends a message and say, hey, I've been watching, I've been listening, I've been reading your content. And here's the reason why I've resonated with that. Now, it feels less of an empty message when you've been engaging with that person for quite a bit. Now, the quite a bit doesn't have to be months on end. It can be a few weeks. So I have an example of this. I have a person who was the very first person to engage with my content on LinkedIn as well as on Instagram. And this person did that for around four weeks or so, maybe three weeks, I want to say. 
they were the first ones to, you know, comment and like, and even send me a message right after like, oh my God, like this was so good. I was thinking about XYZ and this is the reason why this resonated. I sent this over to this person or that person. And I would respond every single time. And I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know how this was working. And I've done this myself and it's worked with other people, but I didn't even realize that this person was doing this, which is why it's so genuine, right? Because you don't even know that there's a catch. And I don't think it is a catch. I think it's a genuine way to really build relationships with people. So when this person sent me a connect request, they didn't even have to put a message in the connect request. And sometimes I get, I know that sometimes people say like, oh, put a connect request because, you know, people want like a personalized message. I sometimes get annoyed at those because I get so many that having to go and clean up my inbox after of like acknowledging that I got the message or just archive the message because sometimes the message is just so generic of like, I'm expanding my network and I want to connect with you, blah, 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 blah. I sometimes tend to approve those that don't have messages. But anyways, I digressed. This person was connecting and just messaging me and engaging with my content essentially for three and a half to four weeks or so. And so when they sent me a connect request on LinkedIn, I already recognized their name. I recognized their little photo and it was a no brainer for me. Like I immediately connected with them. I accepted and they continued to engage with me. And maybe a week and a half or so later, they sent me a message and they told me that, They've been following me for a while. They're really happy that I was able to connect with them. And this is their situation. They are an intern currently about to graduate and they have been wanting to break into human resources, but they have no idea how to do it. And they seen my background and they thought that it was a very interesting one and they would be very, very happy and grateful if I were to spare a few minutes of my time to see if I can chat with them. Now, this was during a very busy season of my time. And so I was unfortunately unable to jump on a phone call with them, but I did offer to answer a few questions via the DM. And so I said, hey, can you please send me a few questions? What are the specific things that you would like me to answer? And I'm more happy to answer that for you here. So we did that for a few. We went back and forth a few times. And then when things opened up a little bit more, a few months later, I was able to jump on a phone call with them. And then we've been talking pretty regularly. I want to say like once every three months or so. And I think they might consider me to be sort of a mentor, like unofficially. And so that's how that relationship started. Another way that I can give you an example of this is something that I did personally, is that I do this all the time and I don't do it in a way of wanting something. I don't even reach out for people anymore to jump on calls with them. But I do this when I do want to have some sort of relationship with them or when I want to connect them with someone else, I just start engaging with them. I just start recognizing their content. I start letting them know that they resonated with me. For example, there's this person that I truly do enjoy their podcast. It's an amazing podcast. And every time that I listen to it, I laugh and it just has such a good vibe to it. And every time that there's one specific podcast that really just hits a chord with me, I send them a message. I was like, oh my God, this one episode was very, very funny or this podcast really struck a chord with me because of XYZ reasons. And I'm adding this one to my replay list and I'm going to be sending this to XYZ person. This is the reason why. And they respond every single time. And this person is pretty big. Like they have a pretty big following and they always respond. And so the reason for that is because I started engaging with them first before I send them a DM. And my DM was responded pretty immediately because I feel like they recognize my name from always engaging, liking, sharing, and commenting on 
their stuff. Like I don't want anything in return. I don't think that they have a path in their career in which I really don't want to be in the future. But I think, you know, networking essentially can be horizontal and vertical. It doesn't really have to be exactly as a career path that you want. Hey, career reviewer. I'm interrupting myself because I have something super exciting for you. I want to give you a free resume review. This usually go for $387. You can check out the link to book a regular call on the show notes. This offer is exclusive to my podcast listeners, and I do these reviews on IG and TikTok lives every week. All you have to do is leave an Apple or Spotify podcast review, take a screenshot of that, and send it over to careersinreview at gmail.com. That email is careersinreview at gmail.com. In that email, you're going to go ahead and attach that resume that you want me to review. Be sure to remove any personal identifiable information and give you permission to review that on a live. And I will give you all the personalized tips on how to make that resume better so that you can apply for the job you want. If you can make the live on the scheduled time, do not worry because I'm going to go ahead and send you the replay. Now, back to the show. The other question with that is how do you keep track of these people? How do you keep engaged? How do you follow up? Because once you create that connection, once you have the coffee chat, once you have the in, as they say, once they answer your message and once they say, yes, I'll be happy to speak with you. How do you keep the momentum going? And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. It's one of the most nerve wracking pieces of networking because you don't want to annoy the person. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to take up too much of their time. And that's totally understandable. The way that you can do this is by adding value, the same way that you've added value in the beginning, by connecting, by commenting, by sharing, by knowing what it is that they like. So listening is going to be very important here. So in the beginning conversations, when you are touching base with them, when you are speaking with them, when you are engaging with them, take a look at the things that they talk about. What are the things that they're passionate about? What are the things that they talk about? And they mention to you, do they like to read? Do they like to listen to podcasts? Do they like to watch YouTube videos? Do they like to watch documentaries? All of these things. And so every time that you come across anything related to that matter on your own searches or your own listenings or your own readings, send them a quick note and say, hey, I remember in our conversation, you mentioned that you liked XYZ and I was reading ABC. And so I thought that this would be really interesting to you, just sending it your way in case you wanted to also have access to it. That is how you add value to people. That's how you stay in touch. Another way that you can also stay in touch is by sending messages on national holidays or knowing when that person's birthday is, if they feel comfortable sharing that with you. You can say, hey, happy birthday. Or you can also see if they have their birthdays published on LinkedIn or on Facebook if you are friends with them there. You can also send them a quick happy holidays or happy independence day if they are in the United States. Like there's so many things that you can pick up on and always just have your calendar reminders on. And then you can also send them a quick hi once a quarter. Hey, how are things going? Or if they have announced anything, a milestone, a project, anything big on social media that they have done or accomplished, be the first one to be there to congratulate them, to say that is so exciting. I'm so happy for you. If there's anything that I can do to support you in any way, please let me know. How can I spread the word or how can I support you in this new journey or whatever the case might be? Just try to be as genuine as possible and be helpful. I think that that's the number one thing is being helpful. 
and asking questions, being curious and being open-minded as well as always having listening ear and having that perk of always being listening to understand as opposed to listening to respond. That's always going to be important. Now, what do you do if this person does not create content? And that is where people get hung up on, which is going to be really strange because I feel like a lot of people who nowadays, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm in these circles and I feel like everybody creates content nowadays, but if they don't, what I have done with people that don't create content is that I do the same exact thing. I, instead of commenting on their content, I send them a message and I talk about whatever background they have on their trajectory of their career. If they have an article that was published about them, if they have written a paper, if they have a non-traditional trajectory, if they went from healthcare to the military or from teaching to project management, something like that. Like I would point something like that out and I would do something very unique. That's where the tricky piece comes in because these messages are very common for these type of people. And so you just want to make sure that you're not just copy pasting a template, which is why I'm being very careful not to give you a template because I think that those really have to come from you. They really have to come from the person that you're reaching out to and from their background. And so what I have done in the past is that I I do a very deep research on them. I spend at least 30 minutes trying to find out everything that I can. Public, that's public. Please don't be a creep trying to find things out that are not supposed to be found because that's also very inappropriate. But anything that's you know public out there that's really easy to find, I just go deep into the things that are already public knowledge about that person. And I try to find something that might not be as common that people might not ask pretty often. I go within that angle. And that's usually how I approach it. Now, the difference here is that this particular approach might take longer and might not be as successful as the other one. I feel like people who are creating content are more open and willing to have these conversations and are more open and willing to be available for these things because, you know, they are creating content. So they're putting themselves out there. They know that people are most likely going to be reaching out more often, things like that. So that's something to keep in mind. But I think that it should not discourage you. I think that if you are in an industry in which not a lot of people are creating content, I think that you should still try and just make sure that you are avoiding mistakes like finding people's emails on these obscure websites without their permission. There's nothing that annoys me most that people sending me random emails at my workplace without permission. If you send me a message on LinkedIn, that's absolutely okay. If you send me a message on Instagram, that's absolutely okay. Those are public profiles, but I have not given anybody permission to try to find my email address at my job to try to solicit anything or to try to tell me that they need a job or anything along those lines, because that's a very private thing to me. And that's just feel like an invasion of privacy because I have not published my work email anywhere. And that just feels very icky to me. And so I think just be very cautious and threat lightly when it comes to those things, because I feel that not a lot of people feel very comfortable about those things. And once you turn somebody off, that is going to be very hard to come back from that, especially if you're a stranger on the internet. 
that is my rant for today. And I certainly hope that this is helpful because it's one of the most asked questions I get on the internet, aside from resumes, interviews, and negotiations, is how to finally get somebody to answer your message when you are reaching out to them cold. That is one of the tips that I have. I have many others, but this is the one that I really has helped the most. If you have any questions, let me know. Again, if you are liking the podcast, make sure to give a rating and a review. I would appreciate you so, so much for the rest of my life. And I, I don't know if you're hearing it, but I am really, truly, truly enjoying the, the podcasting world uh, of just recording all of these. And I hear you. You wanted more solo episodes and here they are. I'm still going to do interviews, but I think I'm going to continue to combine them a little bit more of solos and um, have maybe once a month. Um, have it. So I'll see you on the next one. From effective networking to landing job offers, this is the podcast for action takers ready to be the best they can be without any fear. This is the Careers in Review podcast. Make sure to never miss an episode of Careers in Review. Subscribe to our podcast newsletter. You will receive exclusive information about upcoming shows, transcripts, and information about our guests. For all resources mentioned, show notes, transcriptions, and more details regarding topics discussed in today's show, please visit the Careers in Review website, www.careersinreview.com slash podcast. You can also follow Careers in Review on all socials for more exclusive video content. Thank you for listening.